Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com slash Therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com slash Therapy30. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, baseball isn't boring. You know what else isn't boring? I have confirmation. Betting isn't boring. Is the betting isn't boring? segment uh with our betting correspondent jonathan papelbon when we want to know about um betting with gambling with uh, with figuring out what is going to happen in the future we go to the person who actually can predict the future the best of the best this uh, look at i mean i don't even know what that means i am dressed for the occasion i'm wearing sunglasses my hat is backwards i'm ready to bet i'm ready to figure things out so so please please pap First of all, how are you? You good? First of all, I want to say hello. I want to say Merry Christmas. I know, you know, tis the season and tis the season to make money. Oh. <laughs> that is what we're doing. We are, we're going to make so much money. We're on the, let me just tell you something, Rob. We're going to buy the whole neighborhood Christmas presents this year. Woo! Wow. You're like the gambling Santa Claus. Yes. Look at you. In fact, I might I might even have my Santa Claus suit on for Christmas. What, what, 
What is the uh, what is what is the um, the prop bet when it comes to Santa? Let's give me a good prop bet when it comes to Santa Claus. Does think of something? Well, here's here's here here's the best prop bet because see, me and my kids when we were when we were younger, um, I, my son he used to want to catch Santa Claus, so I used to bet him. I said, I tell you what, if you catch Santa Claus, I'll give you a hundred bucks. So I think that would be a, a really good prop bet. You know, can you catch Santa Claus? That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Plus 100. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, well, hey, listen, Pat. I mean, this is it's really good timing, honestly, because when everyone woke up as we taped this, the day that we taped this, the, the baseball world was set on its ear and, and the lines were moving all over the place. And we were going to already talk about sort of futures when it comes to the World Series and, and teams and this and that. But it's isn't it awesome when you can wake up and you say, "Holy mackerel! I got the Mets at blank, and now I'm and now they're at this." And you just, I mean, if if you like the Mets, and what I'm talking about, of course, everyone woke up and saw that Carlos Correa bizarrely signed with the New York Mets. But holy crap, bat! This is why this is this is why we do this. This is why we we. Try to. You probably knew that he was going to fail his physical with the Giants and sign with the Mets. You're that wired in. Look, if you think baseball is boring, and if you think betting on baseball is boring, let me tell you something. You're boring because when you get this kind of roller coaster of events, and we're in the off season. I know. We're in the off season. And and to me, I really love to bet this time of year on baseball just because of the fact of something just like this. If you do your homework, if you pay attention and you're not some Joe Schmo off the street that is, you know, big Cincinnati Reds fan, we're going all the way. <laughs> you know, that guy, he's going to lose his money every day. But if you stay with this guy – you're buying the entire neighborhood Christmas presents. It's basically, my it's my favorite time of the year. And basically, your gift to everybody, which is you know a week before 2023, your gift is that you are going to make everyone rich in the coming year. So by the time we hit a one year from today, 365 days from today, people will be living in their mansions, driving their fancy cars because of one thing: because you have made them rich. Correct. Correct. Cinco Ocho is here to make you rich. And, yep. you know, here, here's the thing. When, when you bet baseball, okay, you've got to understand all the nuances of baseball, okay? Do I bet soccer? No, I don't bet soccer because I don't know soccer. So, for me, uh, it really boils down to getting that inside information and boils down to – Knowing what type of players you're betting with, because you're it's just like a horse. Do I love to bet the horses? Yes, but you better know what type of horse you're betting on. Okay, we're betting on horses here, and so um, I think that has a big, big impact on how you're going to either win throughout the season or lose. And I know that you. I've known that you've bet on horses because I've seen you dress up to go bet on horses. And and I mean one in this year coming this coming year with baseball, I I suspect that you are going to be dressing up 
in 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 horse like fashion, I guess what I'm saying. The, the, you are you gonna? I know this. I know this, and this is we've talked about this. I feel forget about making everybody money. By the time we get to this time next year, you're going to be wearing a top hat with a mascot with a monocle, and everyone's going to be like, "Oh my goodness." He is the be-all, end-all when it comes to knowing what it's what when it comes to betting on baseball. Am I wrong? Well, well I feel like, and you know, I, I don't want to disclose too much yet, but I feel like if this all goes right, my crystal ball is probably going to – it's not in the picture right now, you know. It's got a bunch of hardware, but the crystal ball may come out. Top hat may come out as well. Yeah, um, I like that. You know, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, we got to get down to Brad. We got to get the we got to get the momentum going here. So, as we said, uh, the big news: Carlos Correa, he has signed, or well, he's agreed to terms with the Mets, dramatically changing the landscape of futures with the World Series. And of course, we immediately go to the FanDuel Sportsbook, and that's what I did. I woke up and I said, I looked at this. I said, Hey, you know what? Where is things shifting? Do you wake up every morning and check FanDuel like myself? I do. Every yeah. single morning. There you go. It's like a routine. Yeah. It is like a routine. It's, you know, it's before the orange juice, before the power bar, before the five-hour energy, all of it. I'm now, like, I, I love all those things, but I do love to look at the FanDuel Sportsbook odds. And this morning, when I woke up, because I checked them yesterday, too, Pat, and I'm like, well, you know, why are the Mets, with all the signings that they've made, sort of like behind still the Phillies and the Braves, but boom, here, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. FanDuel Sportsbook, World Series 2023. And we'll go through some of these other ones. Right now, they are neck and neck with the Houston Astros at plus 650. So those are the 250. The, those are the two uh, favorites. The Mets and the Astros with the Yankees just be behind at plus 700. All right. So... What do you? What's your takeaway from that? Do you first? Do you do you concur with that of those three teams? And oh, I'm sorry. And then you have the Dodgers not far behind at plus seven fifty. So you have the Astros, you have the Mets, you have the Yankees, you have the Dodgers. You know what's what when it comes to winning World Series because I have not won a World Series. You have won uh, multiple World Series, right? Correct or at least correct. Uh, so. When you look at the Astros, the Mets, the Yankees, and the Dodgers, at those prices, at those odds, what do you got? Okay, well, look, here, here's the thing, okay? When I look at all, all this, I see teams that are going directly for that World Series, and I see teams that are trying to just re simply rebuild to get to the World Series. Mets, Yankees. Astros, one, two, and three for me. Okay. Okay. Oh, Mets first. Mets first. No, 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 no. Ooh. I was just about to say, but you you interrupted me there, Rob. Sorry, man. Sorry. And and not in World Series order is what I was about to say. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about all three of those for a second here, Rob. Okay. And then we'll get down to who I like. Yankees, I think, did a phenomenal job this offseason. They, to me, caught the biggest fish in the pond. They had the, they were out there, they were fishing, they had the best lure, and they caught. And, and let me tell you what, they had a lot of New York City, man, it's a great lure. I mean, <laughs> who doesn't want to play in New York City, right? Right. Number one, that, and number two, they kept him in a ballpark that I feel like as a pitcher, 
facing Aaron Judge in his ballpark, I do everything I can to simply try to induce a, a ground ball because I know a simple pop fly in that ballpark for Aaron Gone. Judge is a home Gone. run. Yeah. And the Yankees did a really good job of securing that asset back. Um, I think that he will just simply continue to step right in and, and continue. So the most so not to interrupt you once again, but I'm gonna interrupt you. The most important signing of this entire of all these signings, when it comes to the odds, when it comes to the the mission to get a World Series championship, you think it's Aaron Judge? Number one, not because it's the number one signing, not because the Yankees were able to uh keep him in New York. Bigger than that, the Yankees didn't let him go. Good they didn't point. let him go to a New York Mets. They didn't let him go to a Padres. They didn't let him go to an L.A., right? That, to me, is bigger than actually signing him, is not letting him go. But anyway, so you get down to the aspect of, does that make the Yankees my World Series favorite? No, it doesn't. It just secures their place to – They've got, they're going to have to do two more things here, in my opinion. They're going to have to go out and get another big signing this offseason and at the trade line get two big signings, and one will have to be in that bullpen. Okay. 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 Now let's move on to the Mets. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh, buddy. It is hard, hard, hard right now. I don't care what the line changed. You better pay attention, though, to whether or not this deal gets inked. Okay. With Correa, okay? Yeah. Now, if you're somebody that might know a little bit more than others, like myself, that you know this deal is going to get inked, you take the Mets, and the Mets are my World Series favorite. Oh, Hard all right. Nine. Wow, out of nowhere. Would you have said, here's my, here's, oh, you put They are signing him. The okay. The Mets are going to sign him, mark my word. All this BS that happened with the Giants in their whole front office, this isn't happening in the New York Mets system right now. They have revamped their whole system, their ownership, and they are in it to win it. They are like the – they're down for any trade. They're down for any big – they're like the fat kid on a seesaw. They're down for it. They're down. And that is what I love, and that is what you need as a player, and that is what – when you show up to the ballpark and you know you got owners up there saying, man, let's go win this some bitch, man, you just play your ass off. So put it on the board. Correa is going to sign with them. And, um, you know, uh, you have the Astros. Um, yeah. You know, the World they, Series lag is a big thing, too. Yeah, they got Abreu, but, I mean, that's a nice acquisition, but it's not like, you know, like it's not like Judge. It's not the importance of Judge. Not the importance of the million guys the Mets signed, and and so the question I have for you is: when you went to when when you were thinking about this, who you were going to say this is my World Series bet at whatever at plus whatever this is my World Series bet when you went to bed was it the Mets or was it only the Mets when you woke up this morning? No, no, no. We're doing this show right now as I speak as of right now. You're right. No, right but I'm now, saying before. But I'm saying my before. money is on the Mets. Right, but would you? Would because you have, I know. Because I know. Here's what's going to happen, Rob. When Correa actually inks that deal, guess what's going to happen? The odds of them winning 
are only going to go up. Right. Well, I think they've already gone up. I mean, I think that they were they weren't at plus six fifty. Yeah, like as of yesterday, and that's what I mean. It's like is Correa the thing that put him put them over the top for you? They said a thousand percent, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. If first of all, first of all, I liked him after the Verlander. Yeah. Okay. Because here's why I like that. Yeah, Verlander's old, but whatever. Yeah, Scherzer's getting old, but here's the thing: you put those two guys back together again. And they're going to feed off each other. Okay. No yeah. question. They're going to oh, carry no, they, Yeah. I mean, and by the way, and we just did this podcast last night um, where, like, how great it is to be a Met fan, even before the Correa thing. Wow. It's incredible. And you had the great point about when players see this happening, you're like, let's go. Let's go. Right? And so and you have Senga. You have – uh, Correa, you have Verlander, you they just signed Ottavino, you have Edwin Diaz, you have uh Nimmo, you have um Quintana, you have Carlos Carrasca. I mean, it's crazy, it's crazy. Okay, so, so Rob, that point that's a very good point, my thank friend. You. Um, thank you, you know, and, and and here's another great point that I um I think you see a lot being the uh studious reporter that you are. Mm-hmm. Um how many times do you see when a team has got their ass kicked the year before, didn't go as far as they were expected to go, have a manager of the year? That clubhouse is going to be hungry, my man. Yeah. And I'm not going to look forward to it a little bit, but – um I've looked at the schedule of the Mets in the first month of the season, and we'll talk about that later. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. This is, Ooh, I mean, buddy. There's there's a lot of Santa Claus money there, my friend. <laughs> I mean, forget about getting rich by the time this we roll around to next December. You'd be rich by the end of April. All right. So here's here's the next. This is what I'm interested in. The you have the next tier of teams. I want you to tell me the next tier of te- these the, these uh, let's say these three teams. Which of them you say, okay, they belong in that that top group? Okay. It's the Padres at plus a thousand. You have the Braves at plus a thousand. And the Phillies, who invested a crap load of money and stuff too, at plus fourteen hundred. I mean, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you have the Mets in that division, same division, at plus six fifty. And now you have the Phillies dropping down the team that everyone thought they were going head to head with at plus 1400. What's happened? So, which of those, what are you doing? Are you buying or selling? I'm going to tell you this much here, and, and this is a little in, other insight. The World Series champion, you know, I, I picked the Mets. But if it isn't the Mets, I'm going to tell you right now, the World Series champion is coming out of the NL East. Okay. So you, so you love if you want to put down money on a team, not the Mets. It would probably be the Bam. Phillies at plus fourteen hundred, right? Bam, man! Look at you. You're a genius, Rob. I'm, I'm, well, I'm learning about this. I'm yes. learning from you. Thank you yes. for teaching me. Thank you for guiding. So it's almost like a little insurance there, you know, on your. On, on, that would be for me for to take the Phillies and put a little insurance bet on them. But, um, you know, first of all. I, you know, being uh, from playing with the Red Sox, Rob. Yeah, you did. I did. And, and I'm just getting disappointed 
more and more and more. Well, they are at plus 6,000 right now. <laughs> you know, you don't even scratch pennies with the Red Sox right now, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, you're, you're not even scratching two pennies together to form a nickel. I mean, this it's – Bogart still – look – and you and you can and you can say that the Padres are even making a, a great run too, right? Um, plus plus a thousand. I mean, they're right there. Yeah, they're right there too. Um, but you get to the point where you say, okay, Papelbon's calling for a Subway Series this year. That's what I'm calling for, okay? Okay. You know, everybody wanted the Subway Series last year. I, I didn't think the Subway Series, we were ready yet for another Subway Series, but it's time, okay? Judges back. They got their big signee back. The Mets are pouring money. They got their sub. It It's going to be a Subway Series, and I think it's going to go down in, in history as one of the best World Series ever. But nice. And I mean, the Yankees don't have, only have Judge. I mean, you got Carlos Rodon to go with Garrett Cole. And I mean, Rodon was a great sign. That's great a signing. Great yeah. Point. Look at, see, that's that insider report. Yeah. That, that was a sneaky, sneaky sign. Yeah. Well, listen, I mean, and you saw, you talk about those top tier teams, and you mentioned the Red Sox plus 6,000. Think about, this is the teams that are around them. So the Orioles, the Orioles, the Orioles. Are plus five thousand. They're they're favored ahead of the Red Sox right now, and another team that overnight dropped down, plummeted, was the Giants at plus fifty five hundred. I mean, holy crap! You know, it's so uh, yeah, the Giants are just I, I, the Giants are um, to me. The Giants need to do go about it a different way. They need to rebuild from the inside out. Um, I think. Um, that's that's the way they did it when they won their original, and then they pull in a signee here and there, uh, free agent. But um, when I look at their odds, you know, first of all, when I look at all the future odds, okay, what I do is I the first thing I do is I go through and I x out immediately who I don't think is even going to con- contend, um, and. I marked out the Astros right away. Did you I don't, really? I don't think it is so hard to repeat. They lost their leader in Verlander, and I don't care what their odds are. I'm not going to take them. I'm not even going to throw some insurance on them. Um, so, I, to me, I go for um, a a longer shot like the Orioles, who are showing you that they're making moves to make a run, right? And then when they Make that run. Ownership says, "Oh, let's 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 go sign one more guy. Oh, let's go get a bullpen guy to lock it down in these playoff games." And then, oh, all of a sudden they get hot, and they're plus six thousand. You know, wow. Those, those are the those are the dreams you make up. Those are like your horn high yo bets in a crap game where you're you're throwing out a quarter or something like that or a nickel. And you're saying, man, let me turn this into 500. So, so, so let me let me regroup and and define your strategy when it comes to let's say you have the team that you think is going to win the World Series. We know that that's going to be the Mets. That's the that's your team that we, you think is going to win the World Series bet. Then you have your insurance bet, which is the Phillies. Still, you know, it's it, it's still way up there in terms of uh, one of the favorites. And then you have the 
flyer. Let's take a flyer on this team. And you're saying right now, and you have you can you can add another team in here if you want, but you say the Orioles at plus five thousand. That's the one yeah, you would go because, with. And, and, and okay, so man, golly, Rob, you catch on quick, man. Yeah, well, again, you're guiding me. I mean, you're, yeah, you might you ever play you, You'd probably be a good craps player. But anyway, we'll we'll get on this. So, um, correct. So I'll place three bets. Okay, and when I place my World Series bet, I'm gonna tell you one thing. I look all the way into ownership, okay? Um, because you have to have an ownership that is willing to go spend and say, oh, we're not satisfied. So you look at the Houston Astros, they are so satisfied this year, and that's why it's so hard to repeat because unless you are at the top of the race again the very next year and all healthy – the owners are saying, oh, yeah, we just won. We might – let's go try it again, but we're not going to blow our wad here. You want those ownerships like the Mets, like the Yankees, you know, your Dodgers, your Phillies right now. The Phillies ownership, I mean, God, I wish I would have had that this ownership when I played. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you, right. wish, you wish you had right, the Mets ownership. We don't have time for reminiscing right now, Rob. <laughs> We're trying to make money. All right. Well, let me give you mine, all right? Can I give you mine? Let's see. Let's go. All right. All right. So, I'm going to go with um, – I'm actually going to go with, as my pick, I'm just going to go to the fail safe. I'm going to go with the Dodgers. I'm going to go with – so, it, so, I'm going to go with the Dodgers because – they yeah, added, they're at plus they're at plus a thousand. They are plus uh, seven fifty. So 750. the Yankees. So it's uh, once again Astros six fifty, Mets six fifty, Yankees seven hundred, uh, Dodgers seven fifty, and Padres a thousand. So I will I will go with the Dodgers as you know my pick because I think that they they didn't do the shock and awe of, of a lot yet. I mean they still might, but they haven't done it. But still they've added here and there. I think JD Martinez is going to have a good year there. Um, you know, they hey, that's added, a great call. No, Noah Syndergaard, one year deal. You know, he's not Noah Syndergaard of old, but you can be like a decent starter for them. And he's they've already got a ton of talent there. So there you go. There's my pick. Uh, my fail safe pick is going to be the. I'm going to go back with the Phillies, just because you know I. To your point. I think that if you get in position, there is no GM which I'd rather have in position when you get there, say, hey, we're going to figure this out and get what we need to get. And they already have a lot. And so my flyer pick, Pat, my flyer pick. Now, I, I am I am tempted by the Cubs who sit here, even after signing Dansby Swanson, at plus 8,000. I can't do it. I just not ready. Not quite ready. I'm going to go with the Texas Rangers at plus 5,000 because I have the image of Jake DeGrom dominating them and them them already spending a crap load of money from last year and them evolving into, into uh, some of their younger players evolving in a decent. Now, that's just like they're you plus 5,000, right, Rob? I'm yeah, plus 5,000. I mean, they're yeah. like. We both at plus five thousand. We both yeah. sat there plus five thousand with the Orioles and Rangers, and I think probably we sit here and we're thinking, well, we, we were not counting getting counting on the getting that money back, but that's okay. That's why these are our fly, fly, flyers, and so we'll see, we'll see. But I like, uh, yeah, I like you. Know, you make a great, you make a great point. Um, let me see here. It look, I like. 
I, I like that Cubs bet, but the Cubs are still they're still a long ways away. Just like the I'm Orioles surprised are. though at plus eight. They're, they're still even with the Swanson signing. So, but still a little ways away. Yep, it, it is. But like, here's the thing though: is um, you on your flyer bet, you have to be in with a team that is. Hey, if we are in this thing, we are going to make a run. And you got to hope that your team makes that run. Um, but, you know, I really like the Phillies this year, too. Um, you know, bringing back Harper with Turner. I, when I played with them well in, in the Nationals, they they played well together. Um, so, you know, I like You're that. You're torn. Move. You're torn. It's just because you just came from Philadelphia, right? Correct. I mean, you were having Chuck, you were, you just came from Philadelphia. You were you were seduced by the city, Chuck Liddell, like hanging with all these people there. No nah, man, no? no, okay, no. all right. I'm bringing Chuck to the uh, Egg Bowl next year. By the way, Rest oh, are people. you? Okay, our, our can you get him on this podcast? Does he like baseball? Does he like betting? Oh, I like him. Yeah, he does. All right, well, let's go. I mean, let's go. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, all right. Well. Let, let me ask you this about you would you talk about insight and you talk about knowing what's what. One thing that you said, and I'll say it again, which I find intriguing, and this is the sort of thing that you have to weigh in uh, when someone like yourself says it, which is the impact that a club it has on a clubhouse when you know they're gonna spend, right? When you know that they're gonna be all in. You you were there when this Red Sox ownership was different than it is now. And they spent like you knew that they were going to go after guys. Um, so how Im- how important is that for a clubhouse, and how demoralizing is it when you don't spend? Well, I'll tell you what, Rob. I've been in both situations, like I referred to earlier in Philadelphia. Man, I wish I had this ownership, and in the Red Sox, I had that type of ownership. Um, when, when you have that type of ownership, and and you have a uh, a manager that just, you know, he's not trying to control the team. He's just holding on to the reins and he's just kind of moving, you know, the team this way or that way. Um, it makes for a good recipe. And that, and when you have that club and you've been in thousands of them, Rob, you, the minute you walk into that clubhouse, you can instantly know, man, these guys are gelling. These yep. guys are, man, they're going to be hard to beat. You know, I mean, you know, when you walked in our clubhouse in the early 2000s in the Red Sox, um, it was pretty graphic, usually most of the time, you know. Yeah. Um, but that is how we we. But 07, so 07, you you know you have a good team, right? You know you I'll have a good team. tell you something, that year we – Everybody in the clubhouse was like, "We let's let's sweep this thing and get it over." We we already knew, right? As a player, you know the moment you step on the field whether we got them or not. Right now, as the game goes on, it may change throughout the course of actions that happen in that game. But the clubhouse atmosphere is what I'm talking about, and that clubhouse atmosphere extends to the front office and extends to the coaches' clubhouse. Yeah, and when all those three things jive together. And you're all in it, it makes it for a great recipe. And there's a lot of teams right now um, that don't have that jive with the front office and the manager, a la the Red Sox, right? Yeah. yeah. They don't yeah. have that 
cohesiveness to what I feel like take it all the way to the world. Well, Series. listen, I mean, like when when players on a team, and I'm talking about the Red Sox, when players on a team say we have to sign this guy, we have to sign this guy, and they don't sign him, and then the the efforts to not sign him come out and saying uh, it wasn't it wasn't that much of an effort. That that is that has to have some sort of impact. But I'll tell you what. You talk about 07, you talk about even 08, where you guys had to start on the crazy schedule. I'll never forget go talking to you in in uh, Toronto, like this bitching about the go to Japan and then L.A., like, oh, what an awful trip. Anyway, no, I'm sorry. I take it back. I, I like I going somewhere, but still, it was it was a tough way to start the year. It wasn't like you could say, hey, we're awesome. Let's go get them. It's just, I just want to need some sleep. I'll tell you the year that probably for you, was the best example of this was 2011, uh, up until the end of August. But that team was loaded, and you knew that it was loaded, and also that the front office had invested in it. And you know what? Forget about the last month. Up until that last month, you guys had the best record in baseball from, I mean, I must have felt that way, boom, in large part because of what the front office did, right? Correct. I mean – you know, when you look at a baseball team, it is not just 25 guys out there playing. And when you bet on a baseball team, it's not just 25 guys out there playing. It is a training staff. It is what staff can keep those guys healthy. God almighty, what staff is literally losing guys left and right, can't keep their players healthy. What staff says, oh, let's go get a bullpen guy because that's – we know in the postseason we're going to need bullpen. You can't win without a bullpen. Those little nuances of the game uh, throughout a course of 162 games plays a long, long part. And if you don't think that players recruit players, you're crazy. <laughs> Trey wow. Turner's back with Bryce Harper. Max Scherzer's back with Ver with Verlander. Yep. I mean, it's – it's crazy. So, and, and by the way, you know who else? Lindor is back with Correa. Like, so I am. So there you go. Well, listen. I look forward to you. Uh, you giving everybody sharing the the world with the world. You, all your inside information. It's it's very nice of you. It's it's just it's like charitable of you to do this to make people as rich as you are. So excellent. Well, I appreciate it, Rob. And you know what? Um, I love to give back to the community. So, uh, you know, why not keep this a secret anymore? You know, my friend. All right. All right. Thanks. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.